Hey there, you guys. Welcome back to Coexisting the Podcast. My name is Aisha and I am your host. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can translate your long-term vision into actionable steps that will become your day-to-day planning. Now, the reason why this is very important to talk about is that, of course, having a very big dream and a very big vision is really what's going to pull us toward action, what is going to motivate us. But we also need to be pragmatic about where are we heading towards When do we want that to happen? Because that's going to determine what we should be focusing on in our day-to-day life. So we will be delving into some topics on how to stay organized and concretely translating that long-term vision into a weekly to-do list and how you go about prioritizing your tasks on the day-to-day level. Before we get into all of that, I will tell you a story about me uh, and with time management and being organized. So time management became relevant to me when I started working because when I was studying, actually, yeah, I think when you're studying, the only thing you have to manage is studying for your exams. And I was working on the side, but in that sense, it wasn't really difficult to manage my time or to decide where am I going to put my effort and focus toward. It really started when I started working. And what I would do is, of course, I had all these side things that I was always passionate about. I would have a very long to-do list for my days. And at the end of the day, I would look at my to-do list with maybe five items and not even half of them would be crossed out. And by doing this mistake over and over and by ending up being frustrated by my ability to properly plan, I started to learn how to do this. Um, And I hope that with the lessons that I gained throughout the years, that I'm also able to inspire you to reflect on the way that you plan today and to see are there areas of improvements that you can do. And if you struggle as well with prioritizing or translating your long-term vision into what should I be focusing on a day-to-day, this episode is really for you. And in learning it, one thing I had to realize and admit to myself was limitation. So time is limited. Attention is limited. Things are limited. That is the reality of life. And I think with productivity that a lot of times it can easily become toxic because we try to put too many things on our plate and do a lot of things. And, you know, you feel good because you did a lot, but actually... I never really felt good when I did a lot. I actually felt really tired. So what ends up working for me is to just have very clear focus on what am I going to do during the day. So let's talk about that. What are the reasons and what are the things that actually keep us stuck into the loop of procrastinating, into the loop of, you know, um, just not doing the things that you want to do, into the loop of feeling overwhelming because when you have a long-term vision that feels like it's super far from where you are now, a lot of people feel overwhelmed and that overwhelm instead of acting on it because we don't know how to approach it, it just ends up in us being paralyzed and we don't want to be paralyzed. We want to keep moving towards our goal because we have a very strong feeling for what we want and we have a very strong 
vision as well. We just need to learn how to translate it into actionable steps. But the thing that really keeps us stuck here is I think on the one hand, the mindset. I speak to people about these things all the time that they say is that people just feel like they lack the knowledge and the ability to properly plan and properly know what to focus their attention on, properly know how do I prioritize and if something comes up, what do I do? And then on the mental field, there's also a few limitations. Some people think that in order to have some structure to their day, they need to be super organized people. They need to be the people that are naturally organized. But what happens here is that you kind of put it on your identity to get you to do something, which you really, you shouldn't. It really needs to be something that, hey, I know how to do this because I've practiced it a little bit here and there. A lot of people are also very much so perfectionistic when it comes to planning their time, planning their day. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to get your to-do list done five out of five days for you to feel like you succeeded. Like we need to let go of the idea of perfectionism. The other thing is the copy basing. So a lot of people, instead of trying to find their own way of being organized, they go online and they consume content, which makes a lot of sense. But content needs to be used as inspiration. It needs to be used as something that lets you think about how would I approach this? But a lot of people, they try to copy paste the strategies that um, influencers put out there or coaches put out there instead of first thinking about how does this fit within my context? You should not be copy-pasting things. Whatever you decide to do for your day on how to be organized, it needs to be something that works for you. We will talk about that in a bit. The other thing is our perception of time and what it means to be organized is not always the healthiest. I will say that in general, I think a lot of people see time management as, okay, I have this amount of hours in a day. How much can I put in that day, how much can I put so that I do a lot and that I feel like I did a lot? Okay, so this is problematic for a few reasons. One is that you perceive time as something that can be optimized for, whereas actually we need to think of time as something that is limited. So this is very different from each other. Seeing time as something that's, there's, you know, 24 hours, I need to put a lot of things in 24 hours. No, we need to change that mindset. Time is limited. Yes, we have 24 hours, but in that 24 hours, how much time can you actually keep your focus? So the other thing that we fail to account for when we are trying to be organized and planning our day is that we don't take into account that our attention span is super limited. We get easily distracted. Like there are so many distractions. Our phone, for example, is one of them. We fail to realize that there are so many aspects of our lives that we cannot control. So there is this uncontrollability part of life. And that means that even if you plan your day to the detail, something can come in between. A friend can call you and say, hey, I really need you right now. You know, so we need to take into account time is limited our attention spans are limited and life has some uncontrollable aspects. And I think this idea of looking at 
time management. This is what we need to adopt because this is really what's going to take us from, you know, all of the reasons why we still, we stay stuck to being into a place where we can be more realistic and approach how we manage our time, how we manage our energy from a more realistic perspective, because this is how life actually is. It's limited in its ways, but we can work around those limits. And going deeper into perception, the other day I found this very interesting article. Well, actually, it was a very short article on Big Think. And it was about how philosophers look at being organized. And it was the reason why I thought it was interesting was because kind of aligned with what I said in the previous episode when it comes to values, that values need to be meaningful to you. So values are about you. And it's the same thing with time management and what the philosophers were saying in terms of being organized, that there's two things here. It's about the context. So why do you actually want to plan your week? And pragmatism, given those limitations, how do you go about it? This is so important to like let it sink in because a lot of us are not there yet where with our mindset, we actually are more so leaning towards the toxic productivity. We need to get rid of the toxic productivity. You need to look at your own situation. We're going to be using an example in this episode. And that example is to illustrate, you know, how to apply these ideas into daily life. And that example is you are, it's October, 2023. You have decided for yourself that in a year from now, you want to build your side hustle to the point that it is going to be your main thing. This is a very big commitment, but you have been experimenting with your creative expressions for some time. You have sold candles online. You have sold, I don't know, um, crochets online. You decided, okay, I did a few things. Now I decided that this is going to be the thing because people receive it well. I feel really motivated and I just want to go for it. So this is a commitment that you make. This is a big like this is a long-term plan. It's a plan for over a year. And yes, a year. <laughs> I see a year as being a long-term plan because so much can happen in a year. Your idea might change. So let's just stick with a year as being the long-term plan for now. The task that you have in front of you is to close that gap of where you are now and where you have to be. And I know that this is where a lot of us get overwhelmed, but rest assured, there's really no reason to get overwhelmed because the way to go about it is to determine how do I translate this long-term vision into concrete steps that I can also translate into my day-to-day -day life of my to-dos with priorities. And now I'm going to walk you through the process of how to do that. Look, it's inevitable that you need a long-term plan. You need a plan that is clearly translating, I will be pursuing my side thing as my main thing in concrete goals. Like what does that actually mean? That means that in a year from now, I have a business that is up and running and that is producing or generating income. Because at the end of it, if you want to swap them out, it's about the income. The next question that you ask yourself is what are all the things that I need to do to meet that criteria? If you want to generate income, you need to sell. If you want to sell, you need a product, you need an audience. 
If you need a product, you need to do some market research. If you need an audience, you need to create some visibility either online or through partnerships, however that would work for you. So it's already very clear by knowing, hey, this is where I want to be in a year. These are the things that I need to do to get there. You know already these are the big milestones that you have to meet. And the reason why you need to write them out is because you need to take that big chunk and you need to make it into small pieces because those small pieces make it much easier for you to plan in your day, to plan in your time. If you are stuck with this big idea, with this big plan, but no concrete little steps, little chunks of work, you're 100% going to be overwhelmed. And once you have those big chunks of work, this is where the short-term planning comes in. Because you know, okay, this is all, these are all the things that likely I will need to do in a year. And now we're going to focus on the quarter. So I advise to do quarterly planning. So planning in three months, because this is more or less very realistic for you to see, okay, in three months from now, what are the things that actually I can do? The first time you do it, take into account that it's going to be um, you're either going to overplan or you're going to underplan because you don't know yet how much is realistic for you to plan in because it's the first time you did it. But as soon as you do it one time, the second time it's going to go much easier. So now you have your to-do list with your big chunks of work. It's okay if you don't know your details yet. And now we are going to have to set priorities for these three months. And the way to set priorities is to take into account what is the order of things that I need to execute on to meet my long-term vision. So if you know, given, I don't know, depending on where you would be in your process, if you know, okay, so one thing that I know for sure that I need to do is I need to create a web shop so I can sell my products online because this is what I decided in my strategy that I want to build a web, web shop. Okay, that's great. You know that you need to build a web shop. The other thing that you decided that you want to do as well is you want to be selling it in stores. In order to do that, you need to make connections with people. Okay, good. So now you decided that in the coming three months, you want to be very clear on what are you going to do exactly. You want to start building your website and you also want to start establishing these partnerships. Once you, within that long-term planning, it should already be clear to you what would be the order of things. With that order, you need to ask yourself, given these two things that I need to do, what would be the highest priority? What is the most important thing that I need to do in the coming three months so that I can enable as well the things that are going to come after that? And I'm doing the order in my long-term planning. So this is how you put your priorities by keeping the order in mind. I know the example was random, but keep the order of the things that you want to do in mind. Once you know what you're going to focus on in the coming three months, you also know out of those things, what is the most important thing for me to do in the coming month? What preparation do I need to do for something that I will do, have to do at the end of those three months? What preparation do I need to do for something that I need to do next month? What are the milestones that I need to achieve this month? So it's really about taking that big plan, breaking it up to pieces, putting order onto it. And then once you have order to really start planning them in. And this is when it becomes interesting because now you're going to have to 
put it in your weeks. You're going to have to base your weekly planning based off of your to-do for your long-term vision. And this is the part where I'm like, oh yeah, now you see how busy life is. Because when you look at your calendar, I hope that you are using a calendar. If you are not, I highly recommend you to. Actually, you have to use a calendar because a calendar is the truth of how you spend your time. If somebody asks you, can you do something? Can you be here? You need to check your calendar and you need to use your calendar as the ground of truth because otherwise it's just going to be all all up in the air what you're doing, when you're doing. You need a ground of truth for that. When you look into your calendar and you start putting all of these activities, it's going to become obvious to you how busy life is because you're going to see, ah, look at that. I have to do all of these things, but I also have my nine to five. I also have commitments that I made with friends. I also have self-care time scheduled for myself. Very important to take care of yourself, of course. When am I actually going to do all of this? And this is where it becomes fun because then we go back to your why. Why do you want to do it? You have this vision of in one year of where you want to be. If you take this vision seriously, if you are serious about getting to that place, you need to start making sacrifices and you need to start saying no to things that maybe are fun on the short term, like every day hanging out with friends. I mean, I hope nobody does that every day, but (laughs) by hanging out with friends a lot, you're going to have to say no to some of those things. You're going to have to move things around to get the things that you want to do done. And this is where you need to have a very serious conversation with yourself about how important is it for me to do this? Because when you realize how important it is, it becomes easier to say no. However, this is also kind of like, you know, learning how to express your boundaries. I know that it's not easy with everything. Like I also struggle with it sometimes, but with time, it became easier for me to tell people, hey, I would really like to see you, but today I really cannot because I need to finish editing the podcast. And it's important that I do this now because... Yeah, otherwise there will be no episode next week. Um, So with time, it became easier. I started to take it more serious. But at the beginning, there were definitely moments when I said yes. And then I just scrambled and had to work really hard a few days before my own deadlines. Going back to those realizations, remember your time is limited, your attention is limited and life happens. So the way to go about it is this. Now that you know what you need to do in the week, you need to start establishing a routine of planning your week. This can be either on a Sunday or on a Monday, whatever day works for you. Just block it in your calendar. Take at least 15 minutes or less. It can be less. I spent less time doing it because it's very clear to me, but maybe at the beginning it might take longer. That is totally okay. Take that time to plan your week. Have a focus for your week. Know what are the things that I need to get done in this week and have those priorities very clear in your head. And those priorities, again, are based on those things that you established in your long-term planning, that these are my priorities. And then when you broke it down in chunks, you know already the order of things. And then based on the order, that's also your priority during the week. You should at no times in that week, be working on something that needs to be done in 10 months from now. No, you need to work on the things that you need to do now to enable the things that need to happen in 10 months from now. So that's going to be your focus of the week. My advice to you is when you work with a calendar to work with blocks of time. And why? Because blocks of time make it super visually 
clear to you, what am I going to spend my time on? And then when you start putting in your activities of, hey, nine to five, Monday to Friday or Monday to Thursday, um, after that, I have this amount of time. And this is like the appointment that I made with my friend. I have a gym appointment there. Oh, that leaves that Wednesday. I have time for my side project. I'm just going to block that time there. You know, this is how you plan by putting those blocks there. And then once you do that, there are three scenarios. Either it works perfectly fine. It looks very doable. You feel great about it. Two, you feel like things are too tight or you underplanned. If you underplanned, ask yourself, do I want to add more things to it? Do I, can I take on more tasks? If you overplan, this is the time when you go back to your priorities and you arrange things around and you ask yourself that serious question, why am I doing what I am doing? What am I willing to sacrifice in this moment to get that task done? What can I move to next week? Maybe out of the five things that you need to do in this week, not all five of them are super relevant. Maybe two of them are super relevant. You make sure that you do those two and put the other three in next week. It's fine. It's really important to be flexible and keep reminding yourself of that you are limited in time. You are limited in attention. Not everything deserves your time. And you can say no to things that you've said yes to before, like hanging out with friends. You can skip a workout for a week if you have a deadline. Like just be flexible with yourself. It should be fun. It needs to be enjoyable. You need to have fun while you're pursuing your goals because the whole purpose is that it's a process. And in that process, you learn a lot. You experience a lot. You don't want to be overwhelmed and tired because you're bad at managing your own time. So to conclude, in order to act on your dream life, in order to act on your vision, you need a plan. You need a long-term plan that you can break up in chunks, that you can translate into your focus for the coming three months, for the coming month. And based on that, you will translate that into what am I going to do in the coming week? You have to work with a calendar. You have to be realistic as in your time is limited. Your attention is also limited. Leave space for life to be life. Plan in your blocks of time and be flexible with moving things around. And of course, repeat the process, evaluate how the process works for you. Because again, this is how it's working for me. Putting blocks of time, being realistic with time. I definitely think you should do that as well, being realistic with time. But evaluate how it works for you to have a process in which you are planning your week just once a week. And then at the end of the week, check in, where am I? Do I need to do more things next week because I didn't do a lot in the previous week. That is also possible. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you find the information that is being shared useful and follow us on Instagram at coexisting.irl. And this video will be on YouTube every Thursday, not every Thursday, every Thursday of the episode at 8 p.m. Central European Standard Time. Thank you so much and have a good evening or day. Bye.